0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest Podcast. I don't say it enough, but thank you for hanging with us here on the show. We love getting to answer your listener questions and just talk Disney with you for a few minutes. So we appreciate you being here today. Today we've got some great questions. Pam and Ricky join me. It's the OG crew, and we talk about touring strategies for nights where Mickey's not so scary Halloween party takes place at the Magic Kingdom. Of course, we are in that season because tickets will go on sale for on-site guests tomorrow as this show comes out. We talk about whether you should avoid the Magic Kingdom or go to the Magic Kingdom that day and if the party is worth it for just two adults going with no kids. We talk about that. We also get a great question about a stroller situation for a family that has a kid that doesn't necessarily need a stroller anymore back home, but they're worried he may need one at Walt Disney World with all the walking. So we come up with a great strategy for that. Also, if you're taking a stroller, we give some tips to get the most out of using that stroller. We talk a little Disney Cruise Line, our favorite places to put our cabins on the ships if we get the opportunity. And also, we get an interesting question at the end of the show about whether to go to Walt Disney World or to take a Disney cruise during a very busy time at Walt Disney World in February of 2024. The grandparents are going to go along and the child is only one and a half. So we talk about the pros and the cons of each, and which one might be best for this family: a Disney cruise or a Walt Disney World vacation. So this and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our podcast, always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. I just ask that you swing by the website this week over at themagicforless.com. Check out all the great trip planning tools right there. The great resort guides. If you're trying to figure out where you want to stay, that's a great place to start. While you're there, fill out that free, no obligation quote form. Mention the show. And you and I will be planning that trip together. So I hope to hear from you soon. Just start over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BRGuestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Br Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. coming over, patreon.com. Slash Be Our Guest Podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2275 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rahman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week, and thank you so much, as always, for joining us here on the show. It is Wednesday, so it is time for your listener questions, and I love these shows because we get to go kind of all around the Disney universe. We'll talk a little Disney Cruise Line today, some Walt Disney World, maybe even head out to Disneyland and see if uh, Murphy his uh cooled off a little bit there from phantasmic and we'll see when phantasmic uh, may open back up But i've heard maybe later this week i mean you know obviously without the dragon but you know that's great show you gotta kind of wrap up a disneyland night with phantasmic if you can just my opinion there but let's get to the questions and talk some disney so joining us today from the down in atlanta georgia actually a suburb uh, i think it's not Buford uh, sometimes you're We're in Buford you're, yeah. you're, you're yeah, around yeah, yeah. that area but I, yes. I, I like that you have a street in your name because we use find my to see when you're home but I like that you have a street near you called like Riley Runs or something because that's my oh yeah that's something. true
1: there is one that yeah, is pretty
0: yeah, yeah, sweet yeah. I know you're close to home when Riley Runs you know got that's, it that's pretty sweet anyway <laughs> we have Ricky Ricky happy Wednesday what's going on
1: happy Wednesday yeah uh just uh you know hanging out and uh uh, living life with Miss Lucy here, so we're we're having a good time.
0: <laughs> there you go, and Lucy says hello. So hello, Lucy. She does
1: okay. say hello. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, you got you got to submit your question in email form there, Lucy. Yeah. No, no, no jumping. trying
1: to get in there. I, I mean, you know, she's she's got she's got some grunts. Although, you know, she is she is saying words, and I use that loosely. Yeah, she's uh, but, not. You know, come
0: on now, the every word, parent well, I think their you'd kid's Okay, come on. I, I think
1: you would appreciate the words she started saying though, and it's uga which, you know, is, is, you know, UGA. (laughs) It makes Brian happy, so. I'll be
0: short for, that dog is ugly. (laughs) Anyway, at least she's an SEC fan. That's something. Yeah,
1: there you go. So
0: you got that. So UGA is is her word, so. Nice. All right, also joining us, we have the coder of the Magic for Lost Travel, Pam Forrester. Pam, how are things going on this wonderful Wednesday?
2: They are going. They are going. I'm, you know, I'm, um, thinking about summer vacation plans because this weather i think is the worst like when you used to get a couple of good spring days Tease. and then they're followed by a couple of bad spring days like today here in the burg we had um, snow um so you know that's hard to take oh. after 80 yeah no thank you i know right um i don't know if it was snow sleet or hail like i don't know whatever it was it was like tiny and it was wasn't good
0: so anyway. hey, the, the, the uh the meteorologists have made up a term called grapple i've heard like all of a sudden gropple? there's this thing called gropple.
2: and what is that
0: it, i don't know it, it's like Isn't snow kind of the... hail stuff i don't it's it's kind of I, I don't know like seriously that's when i know i'm getting old because the same stuff that used to be just like snow or hail now it's the whole new thing and i'm like no that, that that existed in the 80s but it wasn't called that anyway and I'm, I'm glad it's snowing out your way because somebody's got to cool off the Pittsburgh Pirates before they eliminate my St. Louis I, Cardinals.
2: How oh, crazy dude. is Kutch,
0: this? Do what it's like Pujols last year for the Cardinals. He came back and was like in, you know, uh, like the Fountain of Youth, and I think Cutch has found it there in Pittsburgh.
2: Maybe he's drinking from the Yaka Ganey or the <laughs> I don't know, whatever Ganey, he's, uh, he's drinking out of one of those, Longa. rivers. <laughs> he, uh,
0: whatever he's doing, he needs to keep slurping it up, man, because he is hotter than a firecracker.
1: Too crazy. Oh, you should have said hotter than
0: Murphy. See, hotter than Murphy. Go. Yes. The yeah. Hang they, on, because we were using this yeah. like crazy during the live oh, show. No, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, that was a good call there. Okay, so let's get to the questions. That's why you're here, and we're gonna go to the inbox up to Naperville, Illinois, because I've been surrounded by cheerleading all weekend. all this early in this week, even with the worlds down at Walt Disney World. Naperville, a hotbed of cheer. One of the best uh, cheerleading teams in the country comes out of Naperville. I wonder if Chrissy knows that. Maybe maybe she's a cheer parent. I don't know. But she says, Mike and BOGP crew. I didn't have a question today, but I want to give you a heads up about a possible alternative place to stay before your podcast cruise. Last summer, my family of five took our first ever cruise on the Disney Fantasy. We're so excited to get. Uh, we were so excited to go since we were originally supposed to sail in July of 2020. We stayed at the courtyard by Marriott in Titusville. Here's why we stayed and why you might want to check it out. It looks over the Kennedy Space Center and it is all space themed. It has an outdoor lounge on the top floor called the Space Bar. That's pretty cool. That's actually what they could have called a, uh Canteen, I thought. Uh, didn't they didn't they like have a temporary thing in the studios called Space Bar or something like that? I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. they did. Like there was something that was temporary yeah. at one point.
2: I don't, remember, I don't remember it either.
0: Maybe it was just like a meme. I, it was at I least did, a meme.
2: Maybe.
1: I mean, I did like a temporary thing that they had like the, for the last Star Wars Weekends where they had a lounge, but it wasn't called the Space Bar. So. I thought it was called the Space Bar. I don't know what bar.
0: that is. Anyway, yeah. if you want the Space Bar, you gotta go to Titusville. Anyway, she continues. It looks over all the launch pads around the Kennedy Space Center. Uh, let's see here. It's designed for people to watch launches. Each guest room has Hubble space pictures as wallpaper, plus a ton of other space-themed touches throughout. I chose to stay there the night before our cruise because my oldest son had just graduated high school and plans to work in the space industry after college. Our family was so surprised by how nice it was, and I was able to geek out on all things space. Uh, We were kind of sad to leave, but then our amazing seven-night cruise... Okay, so it was about 20 minutes to 30 minutes from Port Canaveral. Anyway, I've been listening to the podcast for years and wanted to know how much... You also enjoy space and NASA, so I thought I'd put it out there. Thanks for all you do. Chrissy up in Naperville. Let me just, so I've done the same thing as Chrissy. A couple of podcast cruises ago, I'm a huge space nut. I love Cocoa Beach. I like, I like going, and I'm not a surfer. Dude, I'm from Missouri, but I like going to the Cocoa Beach surf shop. I love going to Ron John's. Cocoa beach is okay. Like it's not a beautiful beach, but it's a fun beach. I just like going out there, dip my toes in the water and looking over to the vehicle assembly building. You'll see that from Port Canaveral when you're on your ship. That's one of the coolest things. When you go in and out, you can see the VAB, which where they stack the old Saturn V's. the space shuttles were in there. Now SpaceX uses it. Um, but I will say I did research and I stayed at a hotel. I've stayed at two hotels over off a, I think it's a one a the, the road there goes through Titusville and I stated one that the original Mercury astronauts owned back in the day. Okay. So they all owned it. And there's, there's just, it's not real space themed, but it, there are a couple of plaques there that say like John Glenn, Carpenter. Um, I'm trying to think who else like Shira I think owned part of it. There were like four or five of them that went in together and they owned this, this hotel and actually, uh, Her- uh Henry Landworth from give kids world worked there. So huge touch there. So I stayed at that hotel one time. And then one time I stayed in this really shady motel one night. My wife was not happy about it. It was called the Luna Sea. Luna Sea, get it? But it was L-U-N-A-S-E-A, like the moon. And it looked really kind of historic and retro, but it was just kind of dumpy. But we did that too. Biggest tip, if you're ever in Titusville, besides going to see the space stuff, which is amazing, you got to eat at a place called Dixie Crossroads. It's an awesome restaurant. They're known for Rock Shrimp. It's in Titusville. It is always busy. It is gigantic, but it has great seafood. Rock Shrimp, Dixie Crossroads, Titusville, Florida. You will thank me. Go over there. Okay. We had a question. Have you guys, you guys ever spent time in Cocoa Beach or Titusville or anything like that?
2: Not a lot. No. I mean, just prior, like a night before a cruise or something like that and didn't really have the opportunity to explore, so
0: yeah I've, um, I've been there a lot I think I'd I like think to maybe live there
1: I think there's a place if it's not in, I don't remember if it's in Cocoa Beach but it might be uh I know I've been there it's called Ricky Tiki Tavern uh obviously I've been there with my name and it's spelled exactly like my name is so um I think that's in Cocoa Beach my mom took me there because she was like oh my god we have to go so yeah, I've, I've been there with the
2: her.
0: Ricky Ticky Tavern, and of course, you yeah. know, before the night before a cruise, it's always fun to go to um, like Fish Lips and, and watch the ships come in and out. You know, wave to everybody on the Port Canaveral webcam. Web There's also a second place. Oh, Fish Lips is kind of the famous one, but I've gone to the other place. There's like two. I can't remember the name of the other place right now, but you can look it up. Okay, Beth's got a question here. Hey guys, I have a cruise question for y'all. What is your favorite deck to book your room on, and why? I don't have a favorite deck. You know, I'll just look around. I, I tend to like the aft-facing cabins. I don't have one for the podcast cruise. I have a aft cabin, but it's not aft-facing this time. Um but I I'm fine anywhere on the ship really. I don't I, I kind of, you know, I'm platinum and I've stayed everywhere. I've stayed in inside cabins, I've stayed ocean view, I've stayed I I typically stay veranda now, but I don't have a typical deck. I do like to stay aft if I can though because most of the adult areas are either like the adult areas are in the bottom of the aft and the yes. buffet is in the top of the aft so that serves my purposes that's where I'm yes. at late that's usually where I'm at at the end of the night and it's beginning of the night I go up to the buffet and have have uh, breakfast so I like aft Um it's a little bit louder back there because like when you're coming in and out of port sometimes you know you hear the, the chains and the, the engines mm-hmm. but I mean I'm up you know I get up early Pam what about you You've sailed many times a particular death. yeah
2: I don't have a favorite deck either isn't that funny i know that a lot of people um wonder about that i am looking more at sort of um you know where the category is that i want to stay what's available um and that so i don't really have a favorite deck either i try not to be right above the theater if i can help it maybe that's sometimes a consideration but other than that, I, I'm I'm not picky at all. Put me on a ship and I'm, I'm a happy girl. The veranda is a non-negotiable for me, though. I have to be able to have the veranda. Um, and luckily, Steve feels the same way. There's something about it. I know that you can always go up on deck to see the ocean, but there's something about being able to see it from your stateroom, I think, that's really kind of special and offers that. But decks, I'm good with any.
0: Here's the thing with Disney Cruise Line and, and verandas. Most of your cost is going to be getting on the ship. To, to mm-hmm. upgrade from an inside or an ocean view to a veranda is not that big of a percentage jump in your overall cost of your sailing. So right. that is something to think about. Now, would I do an inside or nothing? Absolutely, I would. I, yeah. I would. I mean, it, you know, if if it was that or nothing, I was talking to Julie. I was talking with a get, listener of the show, and she's going to take her kids. It's her and three kids, and she's like, "Could I do?" For, it's a five night out of Miami on the Magic, I think. She's like, you know, could, could I survive in a in a inside? I'm like, absolutely, you could totally do it. Like, I because we did yeah. it. As, we did. We had we had 12 days worth of cruise luggage. Four of us on that one podcast cruise. Remember, we did five nights on the Dream <laughs> and seven on Freedom of the Seas, and we yes. went to Walt Disney World for a week. So we had four of us luggage for over two weeks, and we still did an 11C. I mean, it wasn't the most beautiful thing in the world because I was in there with three girls, like trying to get. I, I had to get ready like in public restrooms. I was like, a, it was like a Love Boat episode. I remember there was a Love Boat episode where the guy kept getting ready because, like, they couldn't, like, he got kicked out because, like, he was, you know, it wasn't supposed to be hanky-panky going on. It was, like, his receptionist or something. Hanky-panky. I felt like this dude. I, I felt like term. this guy, but it was my family. What? I was like, I was getting thrown out because I didn't have a split bathroom. I was like, dude, I should so, yeah. so have got split. Yeah. shouldn't have got the 11C. I shouldn't have saved the 42 bucks, Mike. But... Anyway, yeah, yeah, you can, and I did. But yeah, if I had my druthers, most you're not paying much more to have that upgraded, and it is a very nice, very, very nice upgrade to a veranda. Ricky, did you ever have a, a preferred deck or area of a ship?
1: No, my favorite place on a ship is on a ship. I don't care. I mean, that's my favorite place. Yeah, I've done Miranda. I think um, for the cruise that Brian and I have uh, in August, I think I'm in an inside stateroom and I really don't care. Like, I'm just like, let's go. We're just we're just going. So, yeah, that's I'm anywhere on a ship is good for me. So,
0: amen. Preach it. All right. Guess what? Boo Boo. To, to you and you. Okay, next question. Urgent Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It's it's that time of year again. It's April. It's it's Halloween. Okay, so, hey, Mike, Scott, Ricky, Pam. I have a conundrum for my October Walt Disney World trip, and conundrum was spelled correctly, by the way. Uh, The Mickey's (laughs) Not-So-Scary Halloween Party crosses four of the five days I'm in the parks. I have park hopper tickets, and I'm staying at Coronado Springs. Can you please help me sort this out? Are crowds higher in the Magic Kingdom the day of the party? And should I change my reservation to the one day the party is not scheduled during my trip, or should I hop out before the Halloween party starts? Okay, that's let's stop there. Pam, what do you think about that? So I think
2: that's the correct answer. Which one? I do not find that during the day of a Halloween party that the Magic Kingdom is typically more crowded. Mm -hmm. The reason is, is that most people are like, well, the Magic Kingdom is closing early, so I'm not going to go to the Magic Kingdom that day. Especially those who have park hopper tickets are not going to choose the Magic Kingdom as their choice. Um, Toward the evening now, when guests can enter the Magic Kingdom with their ticket, it can start to get busier. Um, so that's probably the time that you want to hop out. So uh, what I would do is I would keep my days as they are. Um, even if the Magic Kingdom is closing early, I would be there. Um, I would also, though, on the day that you have uh, that you don't have the Magic Kingdom reservation, and the day that the park is open for normal hours. I would hop to the Magic Kingdom in the evening so that you can experience the park that night. And this, my friends, is reason number 8,332, why you need
0: a park park hopper. hopper. Yes. (laughs) It adds so
2: much more value and flexibility to your trip. It just does. I realize it is an additional expense. I feel like you get the value of that one option back in fivefold. I really, truly
0: do. All right. So she continues, though. So we're going to add a little...
2: Oh, more! A
0: little more here. So she says, Is the party worth it for two adults? Just going for Ricky. If <laughs> so, should we go to another park first and then hop to the Magic Kingdom for the event? How late in the night do the events usually go? I don't see any times posted yet. The event is supposed to open to select Walt Disney World guests earlier than the general public. I'm guessing I don't qualify for this early booking time. What time does the booking usually open? Thanks so much for uh, helping us all plan and dream. Caitlin's up in Washington State. So, Ricky, what are your thoughts for two adults going to Mickey's uh, Not So Scary Halloween party and booking the tickets, which open up for uh, Walt Disney World guests this Thursday, tomorrow, as this comes out?
1: Heck yes, go <laughs> as adults. It is so much fun. I mean, I've gone so many times, just me and Brian. Uh, and we have just the best time, whether it's catching the parade or the fireworks or yes, trick-or-treating or or dressing up or riding the rides that have special overlays or meeting the characters or cadaver dance i mean there's so much fun stuff that happens at mickey's not so scary halloween party this is i prefer it so much more than the christmas party which i know not a lot of people agree with me on but you're you're
0: a mean one mrs grinch i
1: know i know i know i know i prefer the (laughs) halloween party much more um and you know as far as tickets uh yeah they go on sale tomorrow for select uh walt disney world resorts now by select walt disney world resorts it pretty much means all walt disney world resorts uh, as well as the swan the dolphin and shades of green uh, and then uh tickets go on sale to the general public starting on may 2nd now usually i mean in the past you know there ha- there hasn't been a problem with dates selling out you know um with the because they've done the select walt disney world ticket presale uh a couple years you know for a couple years now and they're you know they haven't sold out so for the you know date like halloween hasn't sold out you know for those dates but i mean i guess they always could uh but you you know if you are staying off site and you know or you're like me who you know go down you know and stay with relatives or whatever um you should be able to even even for the halloween night you should be able to buy them on may 2nd um now if you are looking for halloween that date does usually sell out the fastest Uh, That and usually the first Halloween party.
0: And I call it influencer night. August 11th. Yeah,
1: exactly. The first Halloween party <laughs> is influencer night. Um, 100 percent
0: You must show that's proof why of you must show proof of a fancy camera to order. Exactly. A for that and year.
1: that's why that one sells out. So those are the only two that I would worry about right now. Uh, and other than that, I mean, you know, you should be fine as far as getting tickets. So yeah, but influencer night is definitely Yes.
0: And and one of those microphones, it has like the fuzzy thing. It kind of looks yeah, like, a, like, I don't a, like a like a guinea pig that. on the end. I just, yeah, I don't get that. Either.
1: I'm I'm such a terrible influencer. <laughs> and I use influencer in, in quotes because I don't consider myself one. Uh, but uh, I just have my iPhone and literally just go around that, like that. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I don't like to be, you know, the most out there showy person like oh i'm filming this for whatever blah blah blah. no like just give me my iphone i don't need the big fuzzy thing we're good
0: yeah i know seriously <laughs> I, I wish i was an influencer because i can't even influence my family like where to go right. to dinner like i just want to influence yeah. them to go to ls Taca and it just no, you, no, no, no. it only works just on friday influence nights them to
1: go to taco bell don't lie no don't i
0: know i, no, I did they're not going to taco bell i just give that that's a <laughs> that, that's a soul you know we talk about solar trips that's my solo trip that's a
1: solo trip okay, but got it.
0: El Azteca, the fancy sit-down Mexican restaurant, like, I try to get them to go, and I can't influence my family to do that. Now, I will Mm. say, the one thing in my life I ever want to say, like, if I ever want to claim that I'm an influencer, I have influenced a couple of people to go try that buffalo chicken sandwich over at uh, ABC Commissary. A lot of people have come over to that sandwich.
1: They've been saying I feel
0: good about that. I I feel like, I mean... (laughs) You feel good about it. I mean, like, on my gravestone, I mean, that has to at least be in, like, small print. Like, this man... Sold yeah. 57 bonus uh, grilled cheese chicken uh, buffalo chicken right. sandwiches at ABC Commissary in his life. Yeah. Because you know, he it. liked it so much.
2: Convinced you know. many a guest. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <of laughs> <laughs> put me in the
0: Haunted Mansion Damn. with a little, you know, gr- grilled, <laughs> yeah. grilled cheese emoji or something. I don't know. I'm too old for emojis. Okay. Uh, good question from Andrew, our good friend here. What do you think about Disney making Fort Wilderness DVC and getting rid of uh, We've seen the new renderings, right? We've seen them, and they're kind of mid-century cavity. I, I'm old school. I think they should look like Abe Lincoln's cabins. It's Fort <laughs> Wilderness. I mean,
2: it's not. I think it was such like a nice it. choice for I don't guests. Know. What do you to think? To be able to have, um, I'm sort of sad that that those accommodations for that price point that it, that could accommodate that number of guests will be gone because we know they will not be the same price point point. and they're probably oh gosh no. they're, there, yeah. they're there they are no. a great
0: so, option for that bigger family
2: and I, yeah you know, they were and i'll
0: be honest i have families of like i have couples that'll stay in a, in a cabin just because they like the vibe two people yeah, yeah.
2: they want the vibe yeah
0: I don't know. What do you think, Ricky? I mean, is it I mean, it's it's the way of the world. I mean, let's just face it. But god, man, it's like Fort Wilderness is like its own beast, you know? It's like this it just seems like that kind of I thought they'd be kind of hands off, but I guess nothing is.
1: I mean, look, here's the deal. They had that space open for DVC that they took out River Country for, which I mean, granted, you know, River Country had been closed for all that time, but like that was the space that DVC was going into. And I feel like i know why they did it to save money obviously um but they had already had the plan like go back to the plan you originally had i feel like that's because because like you said there's a specific set of people who like to stay in the cabins and you know i don't know i feel like they need something let you know let them stay in the cabins and then have the DVC resort which you're going to have a lot, you know. That's the, what I the, wish. I
0: wish it was in, in addition. You know what I'm saying? In like, addition, it, yeah. Like, there's no reason why yeah, we can't do in addition
1: except for money. And that's sadly probably the reason why they decided to, you know, just take what they had at Fort Wilderness instead of build like they were planning on doing. Which, I, look, I know the the plan wasn't the most Fort Wildernessy looking yeah. to begin with originally for the original plan, but still. It would have been a better option, I feel like overall. So that's my piece on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is what it, I mean. I'm totally. I, I, you know, I sit on this panel, and I always say, I understand Disney is a for-profit company, and yeah, I have no course. problem with a company making a profit. That's what they do. Every company tries to do that. That's how our country, that's how our country works. You know, it, yep. it, we're a capitalist society. But I mean. You know, I wish you could hang on to those accommodations, though, in addition to a DVC thing, you know, because, I, you know, because what it does, it gives more options. You know, if people want to stay in the old cabins at a a lower price point, great. If people want to have these more mid-century, people call them kind of mid-century, like, looking... I'm not an art artist or, you know, an architect or anything, but that's what I've heard on social media, you know, with all those windows and the different colors and stuff. I mean, they're different. I mean, in some people are loving them. You know, I've heard a lot of people give a lot of positive feedback. It's just not my vibe. Like if I'm going to camp. And I still can't get my wife to stay in one. I've wanted to stay in one for years, but she says she has to well, have food. Well, now she you're says, not going to get to. Well, no. I mean, you're no, running out no, of time. No, but you're wrong, no, wrong, 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 wrong. I've stayed in many a DVC resort. You know, you still can. You got to yeah. remember, that's a misnomer. I, I want to well, put that out true. there. Because I book guests all the time at the Magic oh, That's us. not
2: it. I'm just like the price point. The price point though, does go up. You're right. Oh well, yeah,
1: 100% Pam's correct. The price point is going to just skyrocket. But
0: sometimes yeah. they discount those things. I mean, you know, because I've stayed in a deluxe studio at Oaky West at a decent rate.
2: We booked tons of guests at deluxe villa resorts. Yeah. That's not the issue. The issue is that compared to what they it was now. really the lowest price that you could yeah. get and get a full kitchen.
1: Wasn't it a, um, a moderate, right? Yeah, I mean, a, it, they said it was moderate, but it was moderate pricing. But yeah, 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 yeah. But
2: yeah um, that was sort of the category that they were looking mm-hmm. at. So it will be interesting to see what happens after they're done here.
0: And um, just to one other thing, if you watch the Disney marketing, watch the commercials, okay? Because I've been watching these commercials lately on TV. Mm-hmm. They're using different terminology for how they're sorting um, mm-hmm. hotels. Just watch; they're calling it the Disney Resorts Collection.
1: Yes. Yes. have keep, keep your eye open.
0: Keep your eye they've open.
1: They've been doing that for a little bit. Yeah, I've I've seen it called the collection. Which I don't mm-hmm. ooh, are we getting fancy here? The, there's a really
0: good one right now. Uh, like it, it the features the Polynesian. Polynesian. It features the Polynesian. Yeah. Like it starts yeah, off I've with kind of like the Moana room or the, the Moana yeah, rooms like it but it, it features like how close sorta. it is, yeah, to the yeah, exactly. And it features the Magic Kingdom and yeah, you know, around the Polynesian. It's a great commercial. It's like a great it, commercial dude, and then they have stay there hard. I might have to stay there post-cruise. <laughs> <It's>
2: <laughs> I'm thinking about that. that that's one of my favorite renovations, that and the Grand Floridian. Because
0: mm. um, you guys, I think, are all at the, at the Grand, <clears throat> but I'm thinking... I'm at, at the, the Grand
2: before, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: I'm with, I'm, I think I'm not telling the girls, but I think I might stay there. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be a good place to have hey. a pool. Yeah. Um.
2: Fun. Yeah, it would be.
0: I mean, because, yeah. you know, we're not going to be there that long because, you know, cheer and basketball. Like my sports. Just, I mean, I love sports, but it's keeping it's cutting into my Disney. It has two family. good
2: pools and one is superior. Absolutely. Yes.
0: And if you get bingo, you got to do a belly flop. So you got to do a belly
2: flop. That's uh, true.
1: Not
0: bingo. Yahtzee. Uh, Yahtzee. We have a question hey. about strollers back on topic here. Hey, everyone. This one's coming from Savannah, Georgia, down to your neck of the woods. There hey from uh, Kirsten here. Uh, hey, everyone. I found this podcast three months ago and can't get enough.
1: Dude, I like the buffalo chicken
0: grilled cheese over at abc commissary uh see i'm hoping y'all can and you can tell from georgia i'm hoping y'all can help with a stroller strategy question my family and i'll be at disney world for eight days at the end of may my youngest is four and doesn't like strollers at all we would never consider not taking a stroller because we know he will eventually need a break however We don't want to push an empty stroller around for the majority of the day. We're thinking about parking the stroller in one of the stroller parking areas that is centrally located and picking it up as needed. Do you think we'd have any issues doing this? If you have any other ideas, please let me know. Thanks so much, Uh, Kristen. This is the exact answer. We did this when Mallory got older. (laughs) You take your stroller. We just parked it at the park entrance. Like when in the Magic Kingdom, we parked it over to the right there by... Where Mickey meets and greets at the what's that mm-hmm. Town Square Theater kind of,
1: yeah, Townsbury, area. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's like a little parking parking mm-hmm. spot for strollers. We just put it there, and I mean, I guess you could park it like you know back by the tangled toilets. You can put it wherever you want, you know, but we just put it there and just hope we didn't need it. But by God, if you needed it, it was a lifesaver. Just when she got crabby, I'd just be like, "Look, hang on to her. I'm going to get in the stroller, putting her in it. She can go to sleep." And it was. Like, Pam, that's the strategy. That It's better to have it and not need it, but if you need it, oh, it's a godsend.
2: It's 100% true. Um, you don't want to need a stroller and not have it. And the other thing is, if you're renting them there at the parks, you can probably rent one for almost your whole trip what you're going to spend on a couple of days stroller rental at the park so just keep that in mind or um bring one of those little umbrella strollers with you but yeah for sure it's it's a challenge um you'll think to yourself we don't need the stroller we're just going to be in there for a couple hours blah 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 then you walk in you don't have the stroller you get the, my feet hurt, I'm tired, uh, yes. right? So, I always, like my answer was always
0: like, so do mine. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, I see
2: her too. Yeah, <laughs> The whole thing. And you're like, oh my gosh, why did I not bring that stroller? And at yes. that point, you'll do whatever it takes. You're like, sure, we'll rent the stroller. <laughs> I it's will fine. buy a stroller. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Disney's
0: like, it's surge pricing. The stroller costs $90 yeah. right now. Right. You're, you're like, like I'll, I'll it's give it's you a hundred. Cool. I'll give you a hundred. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. I'll buy it. How you much it the into
2: a bidding with <laughs> another family. If that were the last
1: stroller available, <laughs> <Not to.
2: more. laughs> you would.
1: Um, I do want to note because it is starting to be summer season, and a lot of people are starting to travel, and I'm seeing this question a lot online lately. So I just want to put it out there, especially having Lucy and knowing how popular these are. The wagon strollers are not allowed yeah, no. in Walt Disney World no. or Disneyland unless there is a medical reason. So I know people are like, I've seen them in the parks. There's a medical reason that 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 child or that family has that stroller. You cannot bring the wagon strollers in the parks. Just no. don't do it. Don't too big that
0: was like a thing like three or four years ago like
1: no it's still a thing people are losing their mind i've seen so many questions in so many facebook groups can i bring the wagon stroller i see the wagon stroller in the parks can i bring no you can't bring the wagon stroller don't do it
0: (laughs) i thought those were a thing of the past i will say one tip though from an actual parent again the 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 umbrella stroller we had that worked perfectly we spent so much on that stroller i could still I'm still having palpitations from buying that stroller. And Mallory is 15; she's learning to drive a car. It yeah. costs over $200 for an umbrella stroller. I just remember we were at Babies R Us or at the Mills, which the Mills doesn't even exist anymore. No. That's how old this place is. But everybody online said you got to get the stroller; it's worth it. And I'm like, oh my god! And this one, I still teaching. I made nothing back then, either. Did my wife? It was it was a major purchase, but it lasted forever. And we gave it to another family, and they're still using it. One That's thing awesome. you think about getting. Get the like rain cover,
1: yeah.
2: Like, there
0: was like a little plastic rain cover that can't you, you had to buy it for this individual stroller because there's like a little, like a hint, like a kind of nuts on the outside of the stroller and so, like holes in a little piece of plastic so it like attached to the outside super tightly. Didn't suffocate the kid, I mean, the kid could breathe, but like she could be in there and it could be pouring. Now, I was getting soaked, I'm getting drowned yeah, really. in July <laughs> but by she's a thunderstorm, dude. She's happy as a lark, and they're just like in there, and like also. If it even looks kind of like rain, and you're going like into a like like in a haunted mansion or put something, like a forty-minute line you cover it up, because what'll happen is you'll come out it'll be poor and be pouring. She'll have a dry stroller, and yep. you know, just again, poor parents. You have sore feet, bad back, and you're gonna get drowned, but the kid's gonna be dry. So
1: let's be honest, you may wanna put that. <laughs> Poncho thing on the stroller before you go into any attraction, just because you never know when that rainstorm is going to pop up, and it because it will inevitably just pour on your stroller, and that's it. And then you're like, why is my stroller all wet? It looks like sun out (laughs) here. yeah. So just just pop that sucker on the stroller. That's what I'm going to do with Lucy. I'm just going to pop yes. it on the stroller
2: as soon as I go inside a building. If it rains in one corner of Walt Disney World, it doesn't necessarily rain in all the corners, but it will always rain on when you stroller. are. On your stroller. Yeah, exactly. Right. It will. Yes.
0: And yes. Allison said the same thing. And there's one other kind of urban myth that keep your stroller from getting taken by everybody yeah. else. Have you heard this one? Yeah. You you take like a grocery bag and you tie it to the to the to to the handle (laughs) and you put something brown in it. It doesn't have to be the doesn't have to be the the real thing, but uh, you can make it less desirable for the thief.
2: This is true. Yeah, I've heard
0: people do that. I don't know. I have too. We never resorted. I took my chances. I was not going that far, but you know, that's true. Now you've got the pro level tip. All right, back to the question. Steve's got a question. Hey, Mike and crew, I love the show. Thanks for doing what you do here. My family and I have been going to Disney World every three years. We've been four times and just love it so much. We hope to be making our first ever trip to Disneyland this summer. I know you just went, Mike, and I'm sure you and the crew will have uh, good advice on tips for Disney World vets going to Disneyland for the first time. We have heard that it is worth getting Genie Plus, which we did the last time we went to Disney World and didn't regret it, but I know there's some differences. Any suggestions on what attractions to book first at Disneyland? I'm not sure what high priority rides are at Disneyland. We uh, will not be staying on property, so we will be losing the 30 minutes at the beginning of the day. Is it worth paying the cost for individual lightning lanes for any of the attractions? If you get the park hopper, can you get the individual lightning lane for both parks? Do you have any general touring strategies? Do you think two days is enough to see the majority of both parks with the hopper, or should we add a third day? I know this is a lot, and I'm not even sure the right questions to ask, but any advice you would have would be greatly appreciated. We just know Disney World so well and feel a bit out of our comfort zone, going to a similar but very different experience. Thanks. Steve is up in the Hudson Valley, New York. First of all, Disneyland is easier. It is just like, that, that's I've been there twice now. and both times, I've just felt... Everything out there just seems to be easier because you're not walking as much. Everything's closer, the proximity. And I'm telling you what, I I will tell this and I will say this on blue in the face. If you have your tickets and you do take the splurge of getting the Park Hopper and Genie Plus, you are so golden. You are so golden. I've had both on both trips. And I will just say... I haven't even started booking Genie Plus because you, the difference is at Disneyland, you can book Genie Plus as soon as you enter the park, not like at 7 a.m. So when you enter the park, that's when it kind of activates. I don't even start booking Genie Plus like until maybe two hours into the day because everything has such a short wait because I was going to Disneyland first for the most part and I can get so much done in Fantasyland. Like I'm just going ride, 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 ride and going around and doing stuff. And then I'll start because the times, you know, will be immediately and there's no wait anyway so why book a lightning lane if you can just walk on all these rides for the first hour 90 minutes or so and then I'll monitor it and then I'll start booking them i don't know so let me ask you Pam what are your thoughts on somebody going from Disneyland to or Walt Disney World to Disneyland trying to think about genie plus individual lightning lanes hopping and stuff like that
2: i know it's it's a lot to wrap your brain around and you're right you probably don't know the questions that you want to ask you don't know what you don't know um i always say if you can do at least three nights i would do it because of the nighttime show situation Good call. um because there's phantasmic and then there's the um then there's the fireworks in disneyland then there's world of color out there in um california adventure so it's like you kind of want to see them all and it's really challenging sometimes to even see phantasmic and the fireworks to get a good spot for both in one night let alone throw in world of color and all those things so the three nights gives you a little bit of room for error and a little bit of room to accommodate the fact that they may all not be playing on the same um night the other thing is there's a really great tour out at um disneyland waltz main street main's something like that um i believe it's called walt's main street um don't quote me on that but you'll see what it is and you actually get to go in walt's apartment um so that's a really cool tour that you may want to do i've had the opportunity to do that a few times and it just feels i mean like i get goosebumps every time i'm in there just to think that like you're in a spot where walt was as far as genie plus goes um you're, you know, if you're in there first thing in the morning, you're going to be able to accomplish a lot of the attractions that don't have Genie+. Plus. Um, one of the things I would do first is head to Disneyland and do all of Fantasyland. It's um, awesome first thing in the morning because characters are <laughs> walking
0: around like you'll be going like from Toad to snow white yeah. and all of a sudden like <laughs> captain hook will be like you know like hook you or like you'll see allison uh the mad hatter playing you know having tea in it at a table yes. it's it's insane it's like you're in the middle of a commercial I, both it times really i've been is. there it's crazy it's
2: nuts i know it is and you can get so much done there um And you're going to be able to look at the attractions and see, you know, the things that are popular. You just will. It will be, um, you know, some of the things that are popular in Walt Disney World, if you're more familiar with that park. The other thing is you're going to want to absolutely focus on some of the attractions that they don't have at Walt Disney World or some of the attractions that are different. Um, um, The Matterhorn, of course, is something, you know that was mentioned Uh, the other thing is um pirates of the caribbean and haunted mansion are both a different kind Mm -hmm. of experience so you're probably going to want to focus on those um over at california adventure of course the coaster is Mm -hmm. a big draw and Mm -hmm. that's going to be someplace that you want to use your lightning ring stuff but yeah i mean there's just there's lots of lots of differences you're going to enjoy it being able to walk back and forth through the parks is still my favorite 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 thing to do Um, At Disneyland and go and
0: enjoy. Don't get talked into the swinging buckets on the fun wheel.
2: Oh my God. Yes.
1: Do the swinging buckets. They're so fun. No, No. they're terrifying. Liar,
0: liar. People will tell you that and then you'll be. And I didn't do it. I haven't even been on the fun wheel yet. I haven't even done done non swingy ones. I just haven't done it yet. But no. Because I've heard Definitely. horror stories. No. And people uh-huh. that have iron stomachs no. have come off that thing and told no, me 100%. Uh-uh, No, 100%. They no, have the little bags there for, for a reason. For real? I don't need all that in my life. Like, it looks all right. cute. You know, it's Mickey Mouse on this big Ferris wheel. No, that thing's a torture machine. Uh-uh. Nope. Don't do it. <laughs> right. Don't do it. I'm just saying. Also, I would say, he asked about individual lightning lights. Here's how, and I've bought, finally I bought one. Okay, I did. I bought one for Radiator Springs Racers. And yes. I just made a financial decision. It was $18. And it was one of those things like the wait time was going to be about 180 minutes, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that. And it was 18 bucks. And I was like, so I just sat there and I it, again, with one person, it was a lot easier. Right. I was like, right. Will I pay $18 to save two, three hours? Minutes. You know, because yeah. it could have been, I was a single writer. So maybe it was only going to be two hours. I don't know, but it could have been three. So I'm just like, is it worth 18 bucks right now? When I'm at Disneyland, like, I mean, this is Disneyland time. This isn't Mike sitting in his office in St. Louis, Missouri time. Like this is my time is more valuable than, than it is, you know, on a Tuesday at two o'clock in the afternoon at yeah. home. So I'm like, dude, don't be a tightwad, Mike, you love this ride, pay buck up, hit the button. Pay and the and money. This, this, let's go. Let's race, you know, get in, get in lightning McQueen and let's roll. And I did, and I did not regret it. And then I went mm-hmm. out and just kept stuff in my face at the Food and Wine Festival there, California Adventure. So it was good. <laughs> but I mean, that's—I think that's what you look at individual lightning lanes as. You know, it's an opportunity to save time. And if you just, you know, if they're there, use them. If you need it, if you don't, let them go. You know, I just they opportunity there. I think. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of how it seems. Okay, last question. Oops. Let's see here. Uh, we just did that one, and. Uh, 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 we got one question here and let's wrap it up with this one it's from Jim <clears throat> it says love the show my favorite parts are hearing you and your other listeners history and experiences at Walt Disney World because of that I'm about to give you a semi brief backstory about my wife and my Walt Disney World history before I get to my actual question my mom raised my brother and I on her own and the only real vacation we ever took was when she used used her tax return to take us to Walt Disney World in 1996 the next time I went Uh, was in 2010 with my wife. My wife's undergrad degree is in dance. She had never been to Walt Disney World before, but on a whim, she tried out for the college program and was accepted as a character actor in 2005. She got to perform as many characters from Prince John and Friar Tuck to Eeyore and Buzz Lightyear. Her favorites were Mrs. Incredible, which which she was the most, and a butterfly in the Main Street Electrical Parade. She is way cooler than me, Jim said. <laughs> I would imagine if she was a butterfly in the prey, that's pretty sweet. And, you're, I mean, think about Jim. What a flex. He's married to Mrs. Incredible. Right? He, I mean, that makes him... Is he not Mr. Incredible? I mean, uh,
1: exactly. I, I say
0: yes. I mean, I say yes. I, that's what I say. Anyway, since we've gotten together in 2009, we try to get down there every three to five years. The last time was in 2021. Every time we've been, it's just been us, and we love our adult Disney trips. However... Things have changed. We've walked into our daughter, Marv, uh, Mav, sorry, into the world this past September. I apologize if I said it wrong. It's M A E V E. Maeve. Maeve, I guess that'd be. That's a beautiful name. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm a former teacher. So let me just tell you, that means I have to mispronounce names because that's what I did this every first day of school. I'm like, yeah, I so- apologize. I'm saying, I know, I'm saying your name <laughs> wrong. I know, my, my fault. So here's where I finally start asking my question. We've been planning on going to Walt Disney world during February break of 2024. My wife's a high school counselor. So we're limited to when we can go at that time. My daughter will be one and a half. After listening to you guys talk about how great Disney cruises are, we've been thinking it might be a better option for our one and a half year old. We've also been traveling with my wife. We'll also be traveling with my wife's parents. My question is traveling during a busy February break with a one and a half year old. What's the better choice? Walt Disney world or Disney cruise line. So Jim is up in Rochester, New York, and he says, go Bills. So Pam, let's lay it out there. He said, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line with a one-and-a-half-year-old during uh, that that kind of, uh, I don't know if it's like president's break, is probably like one of those busy weeks in February.
2: Yeah. So the thing about a Disney Cruise Line vacation is that the ship can only get so full. True. Right? No matter whether you're going on Christmas or you're going in a time when it's not as busy the ships most of the time are going to sail full period because that's how that's what they're designed to do so you're not going to see in most cases things get much busier during busy times of the year so that's a consideration. I will also say that I find a cruise vacation to be much more
0: relaxed than
2: the (laughs) Walt Disney World vacation. It just is by nature of the vacation. Um, You don't have to run around. You don't have to go to different things. You do what you want. You don't have to run around to feel like you're getting your money's worth Mm -hmm. on a Disney cruise, right? Because everything's included. The meals are included. The entertainment's included, whatnot. The only thing you're paying for is like, when you buy things or of course alcohol and um the gratuities as well so that's another thing to um take into account so i'm always going to recommend a cruise as a relaxing vacation especially if you have a little one with you because there's less for you to do in addition um disney has a nursery which is available if you want to leave the little one there and experience some of the adult only restaurants um so just look into all that. And I think the cruise is the best way to go.
0: Ricky, you kind of on the same wavelength.
2: I think I am.
1: Uh, I, you know, I think that the cruise is going to be a great option for the family, um, especially with a little one. Uh, Now, the only thing I will say is uh, that makes me want to suggest maybe doing the Walt Disney world version instead is that, uh, you know, it, it will be, you know, her first trip, the little one's first trip. Um, and, you know, there's something that's so special about that, even when they're still that young. I mean, I'm, I'm itching to take Lucy. I mean, last night, you know, uh, my brother was at Fantasmic and he sent me videos from Fantasmic and I'm showing them to Lucy. You know, she has no idea. She's two months old at this she, point. She but probably so doesn't, showing she them probably to doesn't Lucy.
0: understand like the narrative elements yet.
1: But. Right, 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 right. But like I'm sitting there and I'm like, It's a video, and I know I'm showing it to her, and I'm sitting there tearing up, crying, going, Oh my god, this is my reaction to just showing her a video of Fantasmic. I'm going to be a blubbering mess when I actually take her for the first time. like So, you know, there's that whole aspect, too. So, you know, they are little only once, and, you know, to take them... know as many times as possible in that regard you know there's something special about that too so um i guess it depends on how you want the memories to be you know i either if you're going to be going back you said in three years three wait was it three to five years i think or something like that so um
0: 2021
1: yeah Yeah. so they're gonna you know your daughter's gonna be a little bit older at that point and so it'll it just it just again the magic will be different so it just kind of depends on you know what you want to do, but you're going to have a great time either way. Yes, the parks will be a little more busy in February because uh, that is such a kind of a busy time uh, now for Walt Disney World, uh, but you know, I, I kind of am leaning more toward the cruise, but man, I'm just doing that video last night. I, I see the point of taking her <laughs> so early, so yeah.
0: Just one thing to think about, she's free at Walt Disney World. Uh, this she, is true. She is will, not free on the cruise. You will pay a fare on the cruise. So there's, yes. there's practical Mike mm-hmm. speaking, but mm-hmm. I am leaning towards the cruise because it is easy. There's a, there's a capped capacity on that ship. And kind of the thing that's, that's really leaning me over is that your wife's parents are traveling with you and you're going to get a lot more, I think maybe quality time together on a cruise. I think the grandparents would get a kick out of the cruise Even more than Walt Disney World because of the fact that like, you know, you're going to be having these, it's a slower pace, you know, and you're going to be together more. So they're going to get to spend time with their granddaughter more and, you know, you're going to go to, you know, dinners. And I mean, you'll be going to dinners at Walt Disney World, but they may be more chaotic because you may be eating at a Columbia Harbor house where you're going to be eating in a fancy restaurant once a night and seeing shows and you know you're gonna have those those times like on deck four on a lounge chair with your you know you're good i just think there's more time for like fan family bonding on a cruise where it's slower you're getting pictures pam i mean do you think that's kind of a selling point when you have the grandparents i think that's kind of a selling point for cruise probably i
2: agree like the cruise i mean they've always advertised that the cruise has something for everyone but it really does have something for everyone um that the fact that you know this i I, what i like most about a cruise is when you're traveling with a group it's really easy because everyone can kind of do what Mm -hmm. they want to do and then we'll meet back at certain times and i love that about that it doesn't feel like on a walt disney world vacation it's a little more challenging because if you're one person separating going here and someone else is going here and then you're meeting here you really aren't spending the time together but there's these little activities that happen on the cruise that let's say um you know Grandma and Grandpa want to go down on deck four and sit there for a while while you all are doing like a character interaction or they want to be there for it Mm -hmm. so they can be there for it. I just love that kind of feeling and the the memories that you make there. And regardless of which you choose, you know, we're going to recommend to get a photo package, but definitely get it, whether you're at World or on the cruise line, because there's lots of great memories made there and you want to have um, the option of capturing all of those. All righty, so go
0: Bills, and Jim, let us know what you pick, but you can't make a bad choice. That's a good uh, good, good thing to, to, to remember, and you're going to make great memories uh, with your new daughter, because it's fun going as a couple, but I mean, Ricky's getting I'm so excited, because Ricky's getting ready to do this herself. You know, like, been there. You know, my kid yep. teaching her drive, but I still remember taking her when she was six months old. Crazy. It was way, again, it was way easier when she was six months old than when she was two.
2: When yeah, she yes. got a little
0: independence there. Holy cow. Oh my god. You're not. Stop pulling that off the shelf. Stop. <laughs> I mean, you turn your back for one second. That's stored at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I still remember all those little drums coming down. Like, stop. Like, dude, I'm tired. It's like day six of a vacation. Give a give dad a break. Anyway you'll have fun you got all this to look forward to jim get ready anyway it's gonna do it for today you got a question send it to us here at mike at put list or question in the header and we'll get that here on a future show right away for you but don't forget our podcasts are always brought to you by the magic for less travel we'd love to help you plan your next disney vacation and make it the most magical possible for you that's what we do each and every day whether you head to walt disney world disneyland disney cruise line or adventures by disney just swing by the website check out all the great photos there's resort guides there's trip planning tools but while you're there fill out that free no obligation quote form and put the be our guest podcast in it where it asks where did you hear about us And that quote come to me and we'll work together and i love working with our listeners it's so much fun i love seeing you know names that are in the chat sometimes and new friends that listen to the podcast it's really awesome but we're gonna have a good time planning that next disney vacation together so just swing by the website magic for less Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us over there, we'd love to have you. coming over. Patreon.com slash podcast Give Ricky a follow on social media. She's at Ricky and R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Pam's at uh, TMFLT Pam, and I'm at BR Guest Mike. Look for us on on, uh, Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, this Sunday night, we'll have a live call-in show on Facebook and YouTube. It's called the BOGP Open Line. Join Scotty G and myself. You can be a part of the show. We'll talk Disney, whatever you want to talk about. Give us a call, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Again, Facebook and YouTube this Sunday night. All right, we're going to get out of here, and we'll be back again on Friday. We're on Friday. We're going to break down everything you need to know. About the My Disney experience app. If you think you know the app? Maybe you do. You probably know how to use it to kind of get around, but we're going to actually dissect it, you know, just not on the surface level. We're going to talk about some of the things you may not know or hidden in that app that can make your Disney vacation a little bit better. Some tips and tricks to get the most out of that little app. That's I guarantee you are probably sitting on your smart device right now that now has a new icon if you didn't notice because the 50th anniversary kind of thing's over and it's just got now it looks almost like the disneyland app so if you have both of them you don't probably want to have them side by side there's your first tip (laughs) there you go we're getting you rolling already for friday here on wednesday but until we get back together again for ricky and pam i'm mike wishing you a great wednesday stay safe stay healthy and we'll see you real soon